Hello, and welcome to episode 7 of Sleep Startle, a podcast by me, Maya Carlton. Today, I'm back to you with our usual content, a single story to tide you over for the week. And here, I'll present you with Nightcrawlers. You may think night terrors are reserved for children under the age of five, but you would be dead wrong. Anyone can have a night terror, and per the nomenclature, they're extremely terrifying. A night terror can take many forms. A scream with no recollection, sleep paralysis where the body feels stuck, or a lesser-known evil, waking hallucination. Now, many would think that waking hallucinations mirror the symptoms of schizophrenia, And while that may be true, there are distinct differences. Schizophrenics can't tell what from what it's not, and have that feeling all the time. While those with waking hallucinations only feel these symptomologies when waking from a deep dream state. For different people, these take on different forms, but for Lucy, these hallucinations consisted of bugs. She saw all sorts of bugs. It wasn't just spiders or beetles. It was a whole spectrum. One night, her head would be stuck in a glass box, a bird-eating tarantula just inches away. The next, the ceiling would be a wave of ants, giving in to the ebb and flow of their own callosity. These states were horrifying, but typically only lasted a minute on average, before she'd come to her senses and realize where reality truly lied. The worst part of it all wasn't the terror she endured every night, but the loss she'd encountered because of it. Lucy had been married for five years to Mark, a man of significant wealth and stature. Lucy hadn't married for money or power, she was a successful lawyer. But Mark didn't have time to waste on someone crazy, or at least that's how he put it. You're batshit crazy, Lucy, he'd say over and over, until he decided to leave and leave her all alone, alone with her thoughts, alone with the night terrors. Now, he lived in New York City with his bimbo secretary. Lucy wasn't sure. She also played a part in the divorce, but she mainly blamed herself and those night terrors. Since Mark split town, Lucy had been seeing a new therapist, Dr. Sue, specially trained in sleep psychology and repressed memories. Lucy was a puzzling case to Dr. Sue. She had never met someone with such severe waking hallucinations. Her practice focused on the cognitive behavioral approach, tackling mental disorders through one's own actions. Margaret Sue had been practicing for many years before Lucy came to her, and had never gotten so close to being an abnormal psychologist. Some of the problems Lucy cited made Margaret believe she had schizophrenia, and a severe case at that, but there were too many abnormalities to make it diagnosable. She struggled to find methods to help the case. Prescriptions weren't on the table, and Lucy wasn't responding well to therapy. It was almost as if her case was getting worse with every passing day. Lucy, it's great to see you today. Please take a seat. I think I have a new direction for our sessions, Margaret Cood. I think we have been targeting this in somewhat complicated way, and you know sometimes the simplest answer is the correct one. The plan was simple. Every time Lucy woke up, she would count to ten, regardless of whether she was having a waking hallucination or not. Essentially, it would trick her brain into always being fully conscious after it wakes up, therefore eliminating the waking hallucinations. It had been exactly three months since Lucy and Dr. Sue started the new therapeutic method, and it had been working. Lucy's prevalence of waking hallucinations had gone significantly down, albeit not totally gone. It was easier for her to go through her everyday life. 
Her nights were no longer full of terror and screaming, and she now managed to keep a new boyfriend, who doesn't find her crazy in the slightest. She laid her bed head to rest every night to dream of good things. Until a spider bit her, and she practiced her mantra and said it wasn't real, but it was real, and it was deadly. A rare occurrence for a black widow to leave its den and search for a new place to live, and unfortunately for Lucy, it chose the place where she laid her head every night. The spider crawled out from beneath the case and bit her square in the forehead. A kiss goodnight. She fell back asleep and slept for good, never having to wake to a vivid hallucination ever again. Well, there you have it, your daily story for the week. And this one has a personal place in my heart, whereas the others are from my dreams. This one is something that actually happens to me. I have not been to a sleep psychologist and this is completely made up, but I do get waking hallucinations and I get them quite regularly. Um, it's something that I've dealt with ever since I was younger and it's basically like you wake up and your whole reality is fixated on this one thing that you're seeing in your bedroom. Only for a few seconds though and then you fully become conscious and you're like, oh, that was stupid. I shouldn't have uh, thought that that was real because it's usually very anxiety provoking and it causes a lot of troubles with your sleep patterns and if you sleep with partners, they get very concerned for you um, until you explain, oh, I have waking hallucinations and I don't sleep very well throughout the night, so I'm sorry about that. So. That's a little tidbit, a little close into my life. I'm fully open with sharing about my weird and wacky sleep schedule and how I just do not get good sleep. It's miraculous I managed to write these stories and they may play into why I continue to get bad sleep. But I'm here for the people. I love to write and I love to share these stories with you. So I hope you have a good rest of your week.